Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. And today I'm joined by my, I don't know why I laugh every time I say this, my it's not that you're funny. My co-host. Well, because I always pull a face and no yeah, one else can see why. me pulling a face. You know, I like to throw you off your game. That's how it's I working. roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Works every time. Well, everyone will know who Craig is. And if you don't know, if you're, very, if you're listening to this for the first time, he is my partner in crime, partner in life, partner in business, yes. you know. True. My lesser half, obviously. Yeah. You know. Slave. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thanks for <laughs> Um, and today, uh, we just want to do a really simple episode um, because we get a lot of women who are new to following us who get really overwhelmed and they just don't know where to start. So we thought, you know, let's break it down into three really simple things that you can focus on to get started because, you know, I think it's so easy to get so overwhelmed by all of the information out there. And when I, one of the things that often women will say to me when I do calls, so I do a lot of calls in our program. And um, I was talking to a lady today and she just said, oh, Kitty, I just can't wait to join your coaching program because I just need someone to drown out all of the noise and keep break it down and show me where, where I need to focus. Like, what are the things that give me the most bang for my buck? Um, and, you know, Craig's little saying, majoring in the minors. And I don't blame women for get, focusing on the wrong things because I used to focus on the things like the supplements and, you know, the meal, like, you know, nutrient timing. And I'm not saying those things aren't important, but they're like at the bottom of the list. You know, like you've got to make sure you're doing all the basic things first and you can get a lot of bang for your buck, just really focusing on the simple basic things. So that's what we thought we'd focus on today. So number one, I think, is is your nutrition, right? So, you know, most of the women that listen to this podcast or who I talk to have cycled through restrictive diets for 5, 10, 15, 20. I've even had women who've cycled through diets for 40 years, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. So everything from shake diets to fasting to keto to the HCG diets. I remember a lady told me she'd lost and regained 20 kilos seven times doing the HCG diet. You know, Everyone gets on the call to me and, and I'm like, so tell me, tell me, tell me what you've done in the past to try and achieve this goal. And they all just roll their eyes and go, oh, Kitty, I'm so embarrassed. You know, I've just done so many things. I'm like, well, don't worry. I've been there. I've done all of the dumb shit. You know, I've taken the drug where you poo out any fat that you've eaten. I've taken Duramine. I won't take tuna and apples for 12 weeks because I wanted to see this guy in Melbourne and I wanted to be really thin. It worked, obviously. Um, but yeah, not a great one. <laughs> not really healthy. I was addicted to speed for a while. That really works well to suppress the old appetite. But again, probably not the healthiest thing. Uh, so you know, if you're listening to this, you probably have cycled through a lot of of diets and a lot of the women that come to us, and this is not all of them, they do have excess body fat to lose. So they restrict for a period of time and they drastically cut their calories and carbs, but then they end up binge eating because your body just craves carbs and sugar. And you just end up like, I would binge on pizzas. And one time I ate eight crunchy bars in one sitting and I would literally stuff my face until I felt sick. And some, I used to take laxative and sometimes I'd make myself throw up. That was when it was at its worst. Um, so usually it's, it's and it, it may not seem like this, you know, because a lot of women say to me, oh, Kitty, but I'm eating 1,200 calories, but they're 100 kilos. I'm like, it's not possible. It's not possible. You might be eating 1,200 calories for a period of time, but then you just end up binge eating and you consume these really high calorie 
um, dense food, uh, which highly and palatable so, foods. Highly, yeah, it's just easy. Stop like, by eating just one. You eat. That's right. That's nuggets. right. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot of women drink too. I was a big drinker as well, so you drink, and then it's like hangover. You're so hungover. Like <laughs> there was this friend of mine, Burge, and we always joke about this. Like him and I would go out partying. And then we we do hangover days, but we do themed hangover days. <laughs> so we'd like do Mexican. They sounded fun, actually. They were so they good. We yeah. do Mexican, and then we do a Thai day. And then I remember one time because I was right into the drugs. We went to this festival, and this was after I got my boob job and I got the implants in. This was like ten years ago or how long ago. And I had all these leftover painkillers, so we went out all night, drank heaps of alcohol, took all the drugs, like you know coke and speed and everything and then the next day we just munched all these painkillers on the couch and then we just ate our way through sunday so i was like just disgusting back then i was just not a very healthy human being um but anyway so back to the women most of the women that we work with they do they are sitting at the higher level of body fat so they're wanting to get healthy and lose body fat so i think the key area to focus on first is the nutrition so one making sure you're eating foods that contain the nutrients that your body needs in an easily digestible form, getting enough bioavailable protein, um, you know, getting adequate carbs and then eating in a small calorie deficit. And I think this is where so many women fuck it up because they're not actually tracking their food accurately um, or they just don't know what to eat. They, they make the calorie deficit so large that they end up binge eating. So I think, you know, You know, sticking to a meal plan that has adequate calories um, and a small calorie deficit, so so 10%, something that's balanced. So when I say balanced, you know, you want to be having protein, carbs and fat at every meal and eating probably anywhere between four to six meals per day. Um, So eating every three to five hours, and that's going to help you balance your blood sugar, which will mean you'll get off that roller coaster of the highs and the lows. And I think what most women will also find is they're not going to binge eat at night because they're adding adequate calories during the day. So that's something that is part of our seven day challenge. So we have a introduction program called the seven day eat eat more, train less, um, get results challenge. And part of that challenge is we actually provide you with a meal plan that's just 1800 calories to start with because we find that a lot of women try to eat under that. So, you know, a lot of women will actually need more than that. So you can adjust it after you test it, but just starting with something like that. So really well-balanced plan, like I said, that has protein, balanced protein, carbs and fat, eating regular meals, and then eating the foods, I think, um, you know, and, and this might be a little bit confusing if it's the first time listening to this, because I think when back in the day, the foods that I thought were healthy and give me all the nutrients were things like green vegetables and nuts and seeds. Um, and back then I didn't really understand, you know, how much my body needed animal products mm-hmm. and then fruits, you know, um, dairy. So animal products have a lot of nutrients in that your body needs. So, you know, like the usable form of vitamin A, a lot of the B vitamins, um, uh, a lot of the fat soluble vitamins. So, you know, you want to be eating, I'd say animal products, good quality animal products. So like yep. meat, fish, dairy, eggs, yep. don't forget about your collagen and your gelatin. Mm-hmm. Then you want to be getting some fruits in there. Fruits are amazing for minerals. So potassium, magnesium, um, mm-hmm. also for vitamin C. Um, and they're also going to provide your body with energy in a really easy digestible form. And then things like root vegetables. So potatoes, yummy potatoes. You can eat potatoes. Like mm. <laughs> you don't need to cut, 
you don't need to completely cut carbs from your diet. You just need to eat in a small deficit. So yeah. that doesn't mean eating, cutting all the carbs, you know, white rice, if you want to have grains, just soak them, makes it easy to digest. But again, these are all things that we, um, we include some more food education in our seven day program. So just a little bit more education on, you know, why we recommend the foods that we do most of the time. So this yeah. is 80 to 90% of the time because it's not about being perfect. But, you know, if you eat these foods 80 to 90% of the time, you're going to get the nutrients you need. And then if you want to go and have, I don't know, like I went to the shops the other day and I really just felt like some, what was it? Some shortbread. So I just ate some shortbread. You know, it didn't have the most optimal ingredients, but I don't eat 10 tons of shortbread every day, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and I, and I yeah. think the, well, like anything with nutrition, you know, devil's in the dosage. Yeah, that's right. You have something that's, you know, on the odd occasion like that. Like, Kitty, I remember like we just had a nice lunch. We had oysters and um, I think you had a duck something. Duck breast. Yeah. um, Something like that. So it was was, a really, really well uh, cooked lunch, really, uh, you know, covering all the macros and and everything like that. And then when we were sort of leaving, he was just like, oh, I I want some chocolate brownie. Chocolate brownie. (laughs) I had a little chocolate brownie. It was at this place we walked past. But I mean, she doesn't eat like that all day. Like that was just a one-off thing that she just felt like at that particular time. But the rest of the day, the other six meals that she had were all very much everything she just mentioned, the potatoes, you know, the good protein sources, the fruits, the, the eggs, fruits, you know, dairy. vegetables, all those sort of mm-hmm. things. So I think it's really important to just understand that no macronutrient, whether it's carbs or fats are inherently fattening, but if you eat too much of them, they will become inherently fattening because simply you just end up in a caloric surplus and that done for long enough is what ultimately ends up putting on the weight. A lot of people really try to overcomplicate that, but that at the fundamental reason is exactly what happens. So understanding kind of, you know, and and finding out where your maintenance calories is, you know, a little bit of a process It's not too tricky, but the reality is you only need to be about, you know, 10, 15% below that maintenance calories to create a deficit and how you make up that deficit with the foods um, and, and, you know, the, the actual nutrition structure breakdown throughout your day should be entirely up to you, you know, what works best for you and your schedule and ultimately what you enjoy. But I think like we say, if, you are, if you're a bit overwhelmed, like it can be really just to get started, just to follow a meal plan. So you don't have to really think too much and get into that really good habits of, yeah. so like we said, in our seven day challenge, we provide you with a meal plan. It has different options for all the meals. You can combine the meals and you just need to pick the meals yeah. that you want to eat and you just prep the food and then you eat it. So I would say, and it, and it covers, it gives you a wide, doesn't cut out any food groups. Uh, so it's, you're getting all the nutrients you need. So it includes, you know, like I said, bioavailable animal proteins, saturated fats, nutrient dense sugars, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, so it's covering all your bases from a nutrient um, perspective. Uh, and then, yeah, so just keep it really simple and follow that plan and do it for seven days. And then I think the second thing is, um, to start doing some strength training. So, you know, we recommend at a minimum, I mean, obviously if you can only do two days a week, you can only do two days a week, but I think a good starting place to start if you want to, if you're not advanced is three days a week, mm-hmm. a training program. And what are the principles that need to be included in the training program to be, it to be effective Craig and why? Yeah. So just to keep it simple. And I mean, we, we generally move towards this with, with newer clients is, is, just a, a full body structure. So you're doing one squat type movement, one hinge movement, one push, one pull movement. So that's going to be working mainly all the, the musculature in your body. And then you want to do, you know, two to three sets working in a rep range of six to f- six to 15 reps. And you will be want to be, want to make the weight that you choose to do those. You're fairly taxing to, to the point where 
you know, you're pretty much failing. So if you're failing around, you know, 10 or 11 reps then you're in within that rep range. And what we ultimately recommend is just to be writing down or just taking notes, how much weight you did, how many reps you got. And then the next week when you come in, you do that same session again, you just try and add a little bit of weight and get the same amount of reps or you keep the weight the same and you try and beat the amount of reps. And that is this in the simplest form, what progressive overload is. And you need to be progressively overloading on a session by session basis to really force your, uh, the stimulation on your muscles to force them to adapt and ultimately grow. So if we can focus on that resistance training, we can focus on progressive overload. We can focus on the high effort level. And then over time, just trying to improve your execution because that in itself will also elicit some progressive overload, just your, your efficiency in ex executing a movement just to get better, allow you to express more of the actual strength that you've got. So therefore you'll be able to get more reps or use a heavier load. So those things over time is ultimately what we're working towards. And so having a logbook is just imperative. Like you, no one's going to remember. I, I mean, I, I can't even remember what I was doing half an hour ago, let alone excuse me a, a session <clears throat> a week ago so it's just really really important to you know write down the exercises write down the sets how many reps and the weight that you did and then just refer to it and then the next week just try and add a little bit of weight um, for the same amount of reps if you can do more reps with a little bit more weight that's double progression that's like the holy grail of gains so absolutely aim to try and do that if not the goal should be to add weight get the same reps or keep the weight the same and try and do more reps mm. And then, you know, the reason that's important, like Craig, if women, you know, when they're eating this small calorie deficit, a lot of women who, who are new to this, because they're not advanced lifters, they can actually build muscle and lose body fat at the same time, right? That's exactly yep. right. Yeah. So, um, so the amount of food that you eat on a consistent daily basis is ultimately what controls your body weight. So we know that you eat too much food, your weight goes up, you eat less, your weight comes down. All right. That's, that's pretty much how it fundamentally works. That's, that's the law of thermodynamics, calories in, calories out. So basically you want to be eating the amount of calories that kind of maintains your body weight if you don't have a lot of weight to lose. If you do have a bit of weight to lose, then you just want to create a slight calorie deficit, as we sort of said before, 10 or 15% below what your maintenance is. And just make sure your protein's high enough and you, you, you're um, just eating enough uh, carbohydrates to kind of fuel your, your training. And then after that, you know, just making sure that you're really focusing on progressive overload. And with a lot of clients, like once that nutrition is kind of hammered down. They're in a really good, um, in a really good structure and they've created a good framework around the foods that they like and how many meals is going to work for them per day. Really at that point, the only real tunnel vision focus they need is just to get as strong as hell. This is like, you know, and for a lot of the clients, I'm just like, yep, foods and your weight, your weight's just slowly going down. This is good. But to really elicit the biggest changes for someone, especially as a novice, you can really put on a lot of muscle because it's such a novel stimulus to your body. But don't worry. You're not going to turn into the Hulk. No, no, no. Craig but, said but, you put on a lot of muscle. Yeah. You're not going to look bulky. No, you're not going to look bulky. So bul bulky is when you're putting on muscle, but you're not losing any fat. And that's got to do with your diet. So if you're on point with your diet and your weight's coming down, then we know that if your body weight is going down, but your strength is going up, then that weight that's coming off you must be body fat. Because if your strength is going up, that means you must be putting on muscle. So if we look at body composition or what makes up your total body weight, muscle and fat, we can't control what happens to our fat. We can control our total body weight by how much food we eat, and we can control our muscle by how strong we get. Your body fat is the difference between getting those two right. So if we're eating in a slight caloric deficit, 
our weight is going down, but our strength is going up. So our muscle is going up. That means that part of our body weight, which is fat, must be the thing that's being lost. So yep. it's, it's really that. If you just focus on keeping your nutrition consistent and just really try and get as strong as possible with the three days a week training that you're doing across a few movement patterns, a squat, a hinge, a push, a pull, it really doesn't um, need to be any more complicated than that. And in our seven-day challenge, we have two training programs in there. So one for you know intermediate to advanced lifters who've got access gym. to some more gym, gym equipment. And then we've got one uh, for home people at home who've got minimal equipment. Now, just remember though, like that, the, I think the home one is good if you've got no other option and that's all you can do because you, you're not, event, you're going to progress beyond that. Hey, Craig, like you're not going to, if your yes. goal is to develop a better physique, yeah. um, you know, you're going to have to have access, but it's a great way to start. Like it's a great way to start. Yeah. Yep. But I, I also try to tell people, I'm like, like, like try and think of it as a bit of a last resort. You know, if, yeah. if you just can't get to a gym where you've got, you live somewhere where there's no gym really that close or your kids at home and different stuff, then obviously making that work. But generally, if you can go to a gym, you're just going to find the sessions to be a little bit more efficient because the combination of, you know, some free weights and machines just make the, the training a little bit more enjoyable, you know, and most people can execute like a lap pull down or a cable row or a leg curl, you know, something like that pretty easy. Like you don't, you know, there's, there's not a lot that can really go wrong. So you can really hurt yourself. And it, it, like I said, it just makes it a little bit more efficient. You know, when you're just using free weights only at home, it does require a little bit more skill development. But at the end of the day, you've got to find a way to progress somehow. So mm. if that's your option, we've got that covered, obviously, with that program. But if you can go to the gym, you know, you'll probably find that's a little bit more efficient. And number three, focus on being consistent for, for at least a week. So what that means is don't do it for five days and then go in on the weekend and drink a whole heap of wine and, you know, binge eat, <laughs> be consistent for seven days, do it for a whole week and then aim to do it for another week and another week and another week. So four weeks in a row. And you would be amazed at the results that you can get when you are actually consistent, especially over the weekend. So I feel like that's where a lot of women fall over. You know, it's, um, but I think though, too, once you find that you're actually eating more, but still being in a small calorie deficit and you're including all of these foods in your diet, like carbs, like fruit and um, juice and, you know, maple syrup and honey and potatoes, good quality sourdough, white rice, you're not going to have those crazy ass sugar cravings. Like as an example, you know, this was what I'm eating today and I'm not saying you should eat this. This is just what I enjoy. So for breakfast, I had a sourdough muffin with egg and cheese, spicy barbecue sauce, a milk made with saturated premium, uh, saturated marine collagen and maple syrup with an orange. Then I had a carrot salad. Then I had my lunch today with some yummy lamb neck stew with air fried potato chips and some fruit. Afternoon tea at the moment, I'm a bit addicted to rice pudding, Greek yogurt, strawberry jam and stewed apples. It is the bomb. Tonight, I'm having tacos, soft shelled tacos with juice. And then for dessert, I'm having ice cream with stewed apples and candy ginger. And I'm like, everything on that today that I'm eating, I absolutely love, except for the carrot salad. I don't love the carrot salad, but everything else, I'm like, it's so delicious. So I don't feel like binging when I'm at night because I'm eating all this yummy, delicious food and I'm not eating this such a huge deficit that I'm so starving that I want to, you know, eat my arm off. So I think you'll find when you're eating more of these yummy foods during the week that you thought you could never eat and lose, still lose weight, you're not going to be binge eating on the weekend. So I think it's a lot easier to be consistent. So that's, that's it guys. That's this. And that's just to get you started. Cause I think 
a lot of women say they're so overwhelmed. Well, I'm like, well, just do these three things. Do it for, you know, a few weeks, a month until you get the hang of it. Then you can branch out, start building your own meal plans, um, you know, and including some sort of different foods and training a bit more. You can add some walking in. Um, and these are all, I guess, the foundations of our seven-day eat more, train less challenge. So it's only $27 Australian. So one-off payment lifetime access. And you get a seven-day macro balance meal plan, like I said, which is done for you. They're all balanced and they give you four options to choose from, which makes it, you know, really simple and easy. Um, we've also included a recipe book and a food list to help you with more ideas and options so that you can ultimately build your own meal plan. And we've got some My Fitness Pal how-to videos in there, two workout plans. So like Craig said, one that's for home and then one if you've actually got a gym exercise video library so you know how to execute the movements correctly. Um, we have, I think I mentioned the pro-metabolic food book with actually we've got a 20 extra recipes in there as well. There's daily educational videos and resources. So we're not just going to tell you what to eat and how to train. We're going to teach you all of the whys behind, uh, you know, what we do so that you can achieve these long-term sustainable results you get access to the private Facebook group for extra support. There's a metabolic health assessment, a metabolic markers tracker, a supplement protocols with discounts on some of my favorite supplements. Um, and then also the MyFitnessPal video library, which I think I talked about. Plus, you'll actually get access to um, live coaching calls with myself and Craig for four weeks. So we do one each a week and you can jump on those for four weeks. So that all of that is $27 Australian and you get lifetime access. So you can join and just take your time to work through the material. And so I'll pop the link in the show notes so that you can um, jump on that and start. And as always, take a screenshot and share the episode on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Um, and you might win a tub of saturated premium collagen. So every month I just pick someone who shared a podcast episode and they get a tub of saturated collagen. So we hope that we hope that helped. Probably this is a good podcast to send to anyone new. Like a lot of people say to me, oh, Kitty, I send all your podcasts to my friends. And I think this will probably be a really good one just to start to get people started and get them on the um, seven days. So thanks again, Craig, for gracing us with your presence. Oh, always a pleasure. Thanks very yeah. much. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back again next week.